Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, how well are you telling your own story? We'll be talking to a genius when it comes to digital storytelling. Her journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly show. Well, how many times have you gone to a website, a business, for instance, and after looking through the whole thing, you still have no idea what they do? It's because they're not telling their own story very well. To talk about that today, a genius when it comes to digital storytelling, uh, Susie Burleson. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, I want to hear, uh, you, you have a very uh, successful um, video and still photography business, but I want to hear the very beginning. Like, when did you know you were good? Well, um, to be honest, my dad and my grandmother both reached out to me and said, hey, you, you've got a real talent here. I think you need to keep pushing into this. When my sisters left for college, um, we were both very close. Or my two older sisters, we were all really close. And when they left, I was like, well, what am I going to do? So I picked up a camera and I picked up a guitar and I kept with the camera. So that's, and I haven't put it down ever since. And your first paid gig, what was it? I was shooting a wedding. Uh, it was 104 degrees outside in oh August goodness. in Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> But after that, it was like, oh, this is too much fun. I have to figure this out. That's wonderful. Well, let's talk a little bit about what your company does. How do you approach a new client who needs a, a, a better you know, way of telling their story? Right. So if someone comes to me and says, hey, I need a video or hey, I need photos, I'm like, that's awesome. Uh, especially when it comes to the videos, I'm really excited about getting to help people with that. Uh, but one of the first questions I'm going to ask them is, what do you need this video to do for you? So... If it's not fitting within a larger marketing plan, that's okay, but I like to make sure that whatever I'm offering you is going to help build your business on the online front as, as best as it can be. Yes, and all of her videos, I've gone through uh, many of them off of her website and her YouTube channel, are just beautifully shot and edited. Here's one that I, I really like. They say lead by example, and uh, that's that's true so if you're walking by if i'm walking by and i see trash on the floor i pick it up i don't tell someone to pick it up my name is dan hall i am the director of production manufacturing at cali raised led grew up in the manufacturing industry in the late 60s started welding when i was six maybe five six years old been manufacturing for well over 40 years now. It's creative. You get to see what you built at the end of the day. I've always managed to land a place where we could use our skills and creativity to add our own little flavor or part to the product and have a good variety every day. We've got a great crew. We've got female welders, which a lot of places don't have. We've got some young guys fresh out of weld school that um, graduated with their diploma, thought they'd come over here and didn't know how to weld a lick, but that's usually the case. So 
Well, in building a good team, first of all, you've got to create an environment where they want to be here in the morning. You've got to find out why they're here. We've got one gentleman that works full time at a fabrication shop in Dallas, about an hour and a half from here, gets off at 4 a.m., comes over here, sleeps in the parking lot for two hours, gets up and works half a shift and goes back and does it again. And it's because he's putting his son through college. You lead by serving. You can serve them by making sure they have what they need to be successful. They have the right tools, they've got the product, they've got the subcomponents, they've got the equipment and the facilities so they can be successful, so they can get a lot of product out. There seems to be a stigma with blue collar manufacturing, fabrication. That's not the case anymore. These guys are, are paid a lot of money and they're held to high standards. You can easily make a six-figure income in the manufacturing industry now and enjoy what you're doing. You can, if you like to be on computers or you're good with uh, game controllers, that's what we're using to control these robots and lasers now, so. It's a great environment. It's not a job. You're not gonna be doing the same thing over and over. You start off pushing the broom for a few days and then you move over to a smaller piece of equipment and work your way up to CNC. It's a great place to learn. We've got a great team and a great, great attitude. Everybody approaches new products and, and problems with a, with a good spirit. It's more family than a workplace. Susie, you did a great job. Thank I mean, that's you. like a little mini movie in what, three minutes? Yeah. 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 So uh, as you look at it now, and I don't know how long ago you shot and edited that, but uh, what were you trying to accomplish? To share with the Cali Raised audience a little bit of the life uh, inside Cali Raised LED, the energy, the uh, philosophy, the spirit in which we approached our work, which was of uh, gratitude and of lifting each other up and working as a team. Uh, so that was really important to me to be yeah. able to share that. So well, and I want to show another video. It's a, a Del Toro restaurant. I think it's in Mansfield. And I want you to narrate this for us. What were you trying to do with this video? Okay, so this restaurant was just opening, and the gentleman who you saw at the beginning was the chef, and he was super proud of all of his different types of uh, barbecue and, and meats that he was able to make and. I wanted to capture a sense of uh, excitement and energy and then just kind of really showing off the, you see it there, like the slow motion shots of that burger and the taco and then people having fun and then just the quality and craftsmanship that went into what he did. Uh, I, I wanted it to be something really fun and kind of upbeat because when you're hungry, you know what you, you need. You need to seize a lot of options really fast. So. Sure. And, and uh, food photography, that's a whole business, isn't yes. it? And you have to make it look um, just sumptuous. And you did a great job there. Thank you. Um, she's also a brilliant still photographer. We're going to just go on her page and scroll down because obviously you, you can shoot products and places and people. And, and so tell me about what it's like to work with you. When, when you sit down with a client for the first time, um, are you excited because you can you have a vision of what you might be able to accomplish? 
So it depends. It depends on if someone says, hey, this is exactly what I need. I know what I need. I need these things this, done this way. And I like your work and I like your style. To me, that's one level of working. The other level of working that is really fun for me is helping guide someone along that journey of, hey, I know I need to do this, but I'm not really sure how to do it. I can bring my expertise and my experience in to say, hey, I think this is going to be the best way to set the tone and the brand for your product or your service. So one of my favorite parts about the whole process is getting to see the reveal, is getting to see people's reactions. So I've sent that video along or I've sent that gallery along and I get the phone call or I get the text back saying, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I never <laughs> knew I could look this awesome. And to me, like when you asked me earlier, what, what, what made you know that this is what you wanted to do? Or when did you know that this was the right thing? The very first photo shoot I did that was not just in my backyard, you know, that I was actually, uh, was a friend's wedding. And I didn't, I wasn't the main photographer. I just showed up with my camera. I wanted to just practice. And when I, when I did that, I shot these, these few pictures and I sent them to the mother of the bride. And I started off in wedding photography. I should have mentioned that. Um, and the, when I got to watch her reaction to these photos, obviously this is her baby girl and it was this really special moment, but that interaction of, oh my gosh, this thing that I think that's really fun, that it, this is a skill set, you do have to get good at this, but being able to give her something, a piece of her history yeah. was like, I, you, you could, that's the joy for me is that, hey, here's this thing that I got to make for you. And now it's a part of you. It's just yours forever. Sure. And I, I love that. And still photographers have to be patient because you can anticipate a moment like, uh, for instance, if uh, the bride and groom are feeding each other wedding cake, there's a magic moment. Right. <laughs> and you have to be patient. Yes. Yes. So waiting for that decisive moment. And, and a lot of that comes down to um, people watching, I think, and, and ex expecting the next step. So before I started in wedding, we're going back even further in history now, I started off in sports. So my brothers were uh, playing basketball and my dad handed me our little camera and he said, I want you to figure out how to take pictures of your brothers. And I'm like, okay. So you're talking about the hardest thing to shoot with a little point and shoot camera, right? It's a dark gym. There's people moving really fast. And so you have to get that really fun shot. So the difference between what you could get with, you know, the little Nikon, Cool picks 90 thing and then what you see the professionals using in the NBA. So that difference was probably what drove me to be to, to strive for excellence because I can't get it to look like I want. Sure. So I'm gonna do everything I can to make it look that way. Well, I have to imagine your favorite client is the person who says, You do what you do. Yes. And not try to <laughs> micromanage you and get the shot and get the shot. You just right. you, you you kind of you're a storyteller and you can really capture their essence, even in a still photograph. Let's talk about, you know, when you're doing a, like a headshot or a still photograph, what do you look for in terms of capturing who that person is? Well, I like to get people relaxed. Um, I'd like to get people to just be themselves because that, that's going to be the photo that they're going to love the most. And that usually can take some time so that if they've never really been in front of the camera, it's okay. We're going to go through those first shots. We're going to do the test shots. We're going to, I'm going to show you what, I'm going to show you what I'm getting. And you can say, oh, well, I don't like this. So I'm going to turn this way. I'm like, okay, great. And then I'm going to guide you through making sure that, okay, let me tilt your head this way. And this, aha, there's the perfect, that's the decisive moment. That's, that's the photo that captures you. Outstanding. Well, Susie, you've been an amazing guest. If uh, somebody, how does somebody know when they, they need somebody like you? What's, how, how would my viewer know, okay, it's time to right. give Susie a call? When you're ready to, to build your online presence, when you're ready to invest in a long-term plan that's not 
yes, I can help people who just need one or two things, but what I'm looking for is to serve people in the long run, is to say, hey, we're going to establish our brand and our online look, and we want to keep it at this level, and we're ready to invest in that. So Outstanding. I sure appreciate you sharing your wisdom with my audience. We're going to end with her website, which is suzmedia.com. Susie Burleson, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.